Welcome back to Stay in Your Lane. I'm your host, John Maley. Today we have an attorney friend uh, of Triple T Transports and a personal friend of mine, Thomas Kern, with us. Thomas, how are you today? Good, John. How are you? Good, good, good. Can't complain. Had a, had a long weekend. I took Friday off, so we're just, just trying to get back into the flow of things. But I do want to, I'm dying to talk to you and find out what your thoughts are going to be on uh, Assembly Bill 5. California, um, where this is headed, where do you see it headed, uh, the total impact, um, you know, just what's your thoughts, truthfully? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, so every state kind of has this test, right? It's issue that everyone is upset about. And just for background, this, this would convert independent contractors into actual employees. So that's the uh, big issue with it. And then the, the test that they'll use uh, to determine that um, is much stricter um, uh, under AB5 than it is other places. It, it, there's a, the three-point ABC test. Uh, the worker is assumed to have been an employee unless they meet each of these three criteria. So you're automatically an employee unless you meet these criteria. They are free from control and direction of the hiring entity when performing their work. That's not that hard to get around with contracts and things. The work performed is outside the usual course of the hiring entity's business. Um, and then C, the worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business. B is the one that's sort of really hard to get around. Um, and that's sort of the biggest issue with this, is if these traditional independent contractors become employees, well, then you have to provide benefits um, and pay all the, the taxes that are normally uh, included with employees. And uh, a lot of folks won't be able to afford that. So uh, I know folks have already left California. Some have already packed up. Um, some are considering staying, but this, uh, this is going to have an impact uh, one way or another. Uh, what I'm seeing is you're not gonna, the, the supply chain's not gonna feel it for a year. But after that, it's, you know, it could result in a hiring shortage, uh, which obviously you guys deal with all the time. Um, and then just the closing of a lot of the smaller shops because they won't be able to, to afford to compete anymore. And then on, on the independent contractor side, many of them are upset as well uh, because people are either closing or, or uh, not hiring them now. So it's, it's changed the way that uh, they they do business as well. Life in California, the old, old way is likely over. This is going to happen for sure. You anticipate there's no way around this? Well, there are, it's still pending obviously um, in the courts, but it's no longer enjoined, meaning the state of California can enforce this. And I believe that, you know, there's a, there's a more discovery going on, more talk about maybe, you know, trying to push this to a higher level. And if that happens, does that mean a federal level from a legal perspective to not allow California to, to go rogue and do what they want to do? The district court originally said that, if I remember correctly, that the uh, AB5 was preempted uh, by F4A, uh, which is a, an old uh, law. It's, it's basically anything that relates to a motor carriers prices routes or services um, 
states are barred from enacting and enforcing laws. Um, those should fall under the federal purview. And so that is the argument that, hey, this stuff is all preempted. You can't even make this law and enforce it. Um, the, the district court, my understanding, has agreed with that. But then the Ninth Circuit disagreed with that, saying, no, it is not preempted under the F4A. And then the, they asked for Supreme Court review of this. Okay, you have to apply but they denied uh, review of it. And my understanding is the injunction in place against protesting uh, AB5 and blocking traffic. The other injunction that was in place to prevent enforcement of AB5 is gone. So they can actually enforce it, is my understanding. But it's going to take a while for them to figure out. They're going to fumble through a little bit, just like anybody would. And you're going to see a body of law created with various precedent, and, and it'll, it'll get figured out that way. But my feeling is, yes, this is coming. I mean, there's, it's, it's here. Um, and then that, get, that, that makes it, you know, essentially two labor pools in the country, right? California and then everywhere else. Um, right. So it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to cause complications. Now, there are there are some workarounds out there that, that are being discussed. Um, just switching to the employee driver model, for one. Um, obviously, we talked about the cons to that. It's, it's, you know, it's more expensive to have employees than it is independent contractors. Um, right. And the employees don't have the, the tax arrangements they have as an employee when they're independently contracted. Exactly. I mean, so, so both sides there. Now, now the union is is the the labor union is who championed this uh, to begin with, and their policy was that in a sort of quote unquote gig economy, they wanted um, folks to be able to get a, a more steady wage and benefits and things like that. That is the the uh, the, the labor union's policy, if you will, uh, who was sort of behind the push on this. So um, how did Uber and Lyft get away with Proposition 22? Well, there's the, so the, again, we're, we're talking about some workarounds here, right? As far as how, how can you sort of stay in California without making everyone an employee? Uh, well, the first option I said was to make everyone an employee. Um, the second is under AB5, there's a business to business ex exemption. So it's somewhat difficult um, and there's 12 prongs and you got to meet them all. Um, but essentially folks would need to get their own MC number. So that's sort of the first is a B2B. We're a business, you're a business. Um, and we meet these 12 exceptions. The second um, is deploying a freight brokerage model. That's what a lot of folks are talking about doing now Triple, so for instance, Triple T, obviously a brokerage, not a carrier, but if Triple T had a carrier, if Triple T was a carrier to begin with, they would also then get brokerage authority and broker their own trucks. They would have to be two separate businesses, obviously. Um, you know, you'd, they'd have to be some arm, arm's length, um, but that's another workaround is to say, okay, well, we're going to create a brokerage now that 
brokers our loads. To our own trucks. To your own trucks. That is one. Again, I mean, that's, you know, you're running through raindrops kind of on all these things. There's also the taxi cab medallion mod, uh, model. I don't know that that will work in this, but folks will figure it out over time. But these are what I'm hearing about now. Um, folks are doing, or I've read, or I've talked to buddies about. Um, these, there's there's some workarounds out there that are being discussed. So we're not necessarily dead in the water. It just depends on how enforcement will be, how strictly it will be enforced, how overreaching um, the government will be, and, and things like that. So you see that from your perspective, you believe this is coming. Yes. Prepare for it. Expect it. Chances of it not coming are well it's it's i mean right now i mean again it's the it's here now and it's being fought um again essentially through an entire court versus an entire an entire court case versus just an injunction so we'll see if that f4a holds up but what we've seen is the ninth shoot it down already we've also heard the f4a uh, enforced to preempt state laws lots and lots of times. So my guess is, is that this will come, but there will be a court case that uh, lays it out. But as for now, the injunction's over, it's here. So if you're doing business in California, you, you gotta start making decisions. So what does the owner operator do today to make decisions? Well, There's 70,000 of them. Right, uh, so the owner operator, um, you know, they have, they can pack up and leave, um, go to a different state. I, I'm not obviously uh, <laughs> telling anyone to do that. Um, California is great, um, but it is an option. Move out of California. Um, the other thing is to get your own authority. Um, the, the issue with that is, um, obviously, I've done that for people. I know how much it costs. I know what the... Uh, cost of insurance alone is that's that's kind of the big one uh, yeah yeah the premium so that is uh, a barrier to entry for a lot of you know owner operators you know if you're an owner operator you could deadhead out of california as well right so you if, so you can come in drop your load and get out that 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 is a possible option as well uh, but it it's tough and it's it, it's going to have an impact, I believe. Um, what I'm reading and hearing is that you're not going to see it for about a year. I think you'll just see a lot of people quit, um, people leave, um, and then there'll be somewhat of a driver shortage, obviously, because there kind of always is one, and it just makes it harder. Yeah, for sure. And then the enforcement, obviously, that they've never enforced this, so you know, this is new for California as well. So it, it may take them some time to adjust. They may be lenient at first. I mean, I saw a tweet from one of the regulators in California encouraging drivers to make wage claims with them under AB, under AB5 if they feel that, you know, they're, they're an employee and not an independent contractor. So you can see some quote unquote enforcement happening now, but it takes a while, right? I mean, obviously, if you violate this, you get a notice, you know, you go back and forth, you kind of see what happens. That's my guess as to what um, you may be able to get out of it. They may be an employee. 
So these things will take time. You know, I was still hopeful that, you know, there'd be some other options. Uh, the, the big thing is with the port business in California, it's kind of a leverage angle. So the port business is going to, the dredge, those, they're, they're going to get hit the hardest from what Correct. I've read. And this is absolutely pointed at them. Correct. Um, so, yeah, they're going to feel this. Uh, the, the folks that will, are the sort, like the heavy haulers, you know, they, they charge higher rates. They can sustain uh, making people employees and things like that. But the, the dredge folks, uh, everything I've seen in red, that's, that's who's going to get hurt the most here. Now, people still need things moved, right? right. Particularly right. in California. A lot of stuff comes in there. So somebody's going to have to pick that up. My biggest fear of this whole thing is that it's going to kill the little guy. Um, they're just not going to be able to afford. So, you know, we're going to end up with three big ones there uh, right. doing everything. So that's kind of my fear um, with this law, but we'll see. I mean, Many of the carriers have given drivers stipends and stuff to move out of California. Yeah. I so mean, they, I, they can avoid this. I haven't, uh, obviously, I haven't seen that, but. It, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I have heard of entire companies just quitting in California and saying, we're going to go somewhere else. Um, yeah. it's, it's not going to help small business. It's not going to help startup either. No, no. I mean, it, it, you know, you, you know, right off the top, you know, if you want your own number just to get the piece of the, you know, the sheet of paper is 20 grand. That's, that doesn't include a truck you know, which you, you probably lease back, um, but it's going to be expensive. So that's why I think, you know, regular folks aren't going to be able to do it. They're going to have to do it in other states. Yeah. I mean, they'll do it. They'll be able to do it other places. Uh, Arizona, Nevada. Certainly. Well, thank you again for the time. Thanks for the wisdom. Love having you on Stay In Your Lane. Well, love being on, John. Love seeing you, man. Hey, I appreciate you, Tom. We've known each other a long time. Long time, brother. All right. Hey, uh, you have a great afternoon. Again, thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Keep it moving, John. I'll see you.